kwa hivyo tukijua kwamba sababu yetu kuingia katika haya mafunzo ni nini maana mafunzo ni mengi na yanafanyika kila siku lakini tujiulize haja ya mafunzo ni nini maana watu wamefunzwa na hata wewe umemwamini Kristo maana kuna mtu ulisikiza naye Paul anasema kwamba faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of god so kwa hivyo ukisikiza mambo mengine when you hear other things you also develop a kind of faith lakini si ile imani ya kweli so when you hear falsehoods you develop a false faith praise us if you so we must ask ourselves haja yetu kujifunza mafunzo ya biblia ni nini na hayo ndiyo mambo ya maana sikubaliwe tulisema uh, wiki iliyopita kwamba wengi wametoka wakaenda nje kuhubiri lakini ni manabii wa uongo na wanaitwa manabii wa uongo they are called false prophets because their doctrine is false kwa hivyo hata kama wametoka kidogo au wametoka sana the doctrine if it's false it's false kwa hivyo tujiuze tunajifunza kwa sababu ya mambo kadhaa ambayo nitaweza kutajia siku ya leo na pia ni vizuri leo tuseme mtakuja na Biblia yake maana tunakunukuru Biblia mahali kwingi uh, sababu wale ambao hawajakoma katika mafunzo bado waone watoto those who are not well taught in the true doctrine are still babies Paul says you are no longer babies kwamba nyinyi bado sio watoto tena kama muweze kufurisho huku na kule na kila Uh, kila upepo wa mafunzo kwa sababu tunajifunza leo ndio tuweze kukua katika imani yetu that we grow in our faith and no longer be babies anymore in the faith in the faith that we profess mnaisi wasifiwe jambo la maana la muhimu zaidi ni ndio tuweze kupamanua kwamba yale mafunzo ambayo yanafunzwa ni ya kweli ama ni uongo the reason why we are going to study about doctrine is for doctrinal discernment ama kupamanua kwamba hii mafunzo ni ya kweli ama ni ya uongo. Maana watu wengi wamepotea sababu hawajui kweli. Maana kila kitabu akijaandikwa kinaweza andikwa kitu chochote, si kweli? Na nale ule Mkristo ambaye ajifunza katika mafunzo ya kweli afatika risk ya kuteka up anything as true doctrine. Nilikwambia if a book has not been written anything anybody can write on that book and you become knowledge of that book. But if a book is full of knowledge unless you try to delete what is written ama ujaribu kupanguza kile ambacho kimeandikika then you realize kwamba wale ambao ni watoto bado wako ni kama kitabu kichanga ambacho kimeandikwa page 1 ama 2 kama kama mafunzo ni mabaya itaendelea ikijazwa na ule mtu ataendelea kupotoka kwa hivyo first reason why we study the doctrine is for doctrinal discernment that whenever you hear a preaching whenever you hear somebody teach whenever you hear somebody preach you know whether whatever they are teaching is true doctrine or is a false doctrine kwa hiyo ndio sababu ya kwanza kujifunza mafunzo ya biblia kwamba can you now tell between a liar and the truth and the one who tells the truth can you distinguish between a false teacher and one who teaches the truth Can you distinguish between a false teaching and a true teaching? Kwa hivyo kazi ya kwanza ya kujifunza kuhusu doctrine ni kumeshua kwamba yule ambaye anasikiza anaweza pamanua jua hii ni ya kweli, hii si ya kweli. Na wanakristo wengi sasa hivi wanaona wanapotosha sababu hawajui. 
So ignorance haitawasaidia kujua kama yule anayefunza anafunza ukweli ama uongo. That is the first reason. Lakini ingetaka tuende katika Biblia ndio tuweze kujifunza vizuri na ningetaka leo tusomee katika kitabu cha Waefeso 4 mstari wa 14. Ndio tuweze kuendelea kujifunza pale tujue why is this important? Ephesians 4 hata kama kinanjui kwa kapali unaweza kusomea pia Ephesians 4 from verse 13 and 14. Usikie himizo la Paul liko namna gani? Maana Paul anasema what is it why is he speaking like this? It's because he knows there are many people who are still babies. Kuna wengi ambao ndio watoto katika imani. Na kwa hivyo wale kupotoshwa ni haraka sana. Ephesians 4 verse 13 to 14.
So we'll be able to tell apart between the good and the bad. But that's what I feel. So mahali pengine Paulo anasema katika kitabu cha Hebrews chapter 4. Uh, uh, chapter 5 verse 14. Nasifikiri leo tunaweza tusomea ama kinyanjui. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14. Biblia inasema namna gani? Katika kitabu cha Hebrews 5 mstari wa 14. The solid food is for the mature. Ambao, conscience has been trained there between good and evil. Kwa hivyo, wale ambao wanakula chakula ambacho mta watu wazima, amaro ni hili neno. Wale onao wanaeza kumanua juwe kwa hii ni ya kweli, hii ni ya uongo. Kwa hivyo, doctrinal discernment, uweza kufika mahali pale ni sabu weu mekoma. Na siku kwa maa katika meaka, ama ni hile meaka ambao katika ukristu, sio katika vipawa vya roho kama kuongea na ndimi ama hata kufua maiti kuna wale walifanya vile lakini wakapotoka katika njia zao maana hawakuelewa ukweli wote so those who are mature are the one who take solid food the bone to chew is for the mature mtoto wa siku mbili huwezi mpatia nyama kule hawezi hata ule mwaka mmoja kumpea nyama lazima uisiage vizuri ndio aweze kumeza lakini wale ambao wamekoma biblia inasema kwamba their conscience ama mawazo yao yameweza kuelewa kujua kile kizuri kutokana na kile kibaya so that's the first reason why we should actually teach or study doctrine sababu ya pili ambayo ni ya maana sana unapojua ukweli na ukaelewa vizuri nafsi yako huweza kutembea katika uungu wanaisho sifio so when the doctrine is right we are able to follow on a godly character. Because those who are not mature in the true doctrine do whatever they wish because they don't care. Lakini wale ambao wamefunzika katika ukweli, those who have been taught well in the truth. Bible talks of people who are honed, those who are trained from what is evil and now are following the eh? On what is good. Hebu soma katika kitabu cha Waefeso 4 mstari wa kwanza. Usikie ama tuanzie Filipi, Philippians 4. Usikie Paulo vile anaongea nini. Kinajua naweza kusomea Philippians 4 verse 1. Inasema namna gani? Continue verse 2. Yes. So, you know, Paul is speaking, Philippians 1. He is beseeching people. Anawambia watembe katika ile ambayo ni jia ambayo ina inaadamana na mafunzo mazuri. Now, if you study the whole book of Philippians, Paul is explaining the same thing. Anaongea kweli, sababu mmekolewa, mmekombolewa na mkona ukweli, muishi kulingana huu kweli. Ukiangalia mtu katika maadili yake, mwongozo wake ni yale mafunzo ambayo amepokea. Kwa vile ambaye hajafunzwa kwa mambo ambayo ni ya kweli, 
pia nayo maadili yake itaendelea hivyo Anaona siku hizi kuna watu wana doctrines zingine very funny they have very funny doctrines They allow anything to happen in the church and they say anyway grace is sufficient Na siku hizi ndio maana unasikia watu wengine wanasema kwamba once saved is forever saved And why they are saying this because they want to condone sin within themselves But while about those who are well taught in the true doctrine they can easily follow on the path of leading a godly life However if one is taught in falsehoods he thinks he is okay to live an evil life and still expect from God Excuse me kuna watu mpaka wanafunga kufunga na kuomba yet they are still continuing prostitution because they have been taught so that hata kama unaendelea katika dhambi utakuja kwa Mungu baada na kufunga na kuomba na akasikia kwa haraka kwa hivyo kwa leo unahitaji kagari kuja uombe na uendelee katika ushatatu wako kuona mpango wa kando lakini kuja uombe Mungu atakusikia kwa haraka lakini hawajafunzwa the true doctrine so those who have been taught the true doctrine their conscience becomes alive their conscience becomes alive it is alive and is conscious to sin you know this is evil god does not agree with this god does not approve of this god hates this they can easily tell that because the training of the true doctrine has taught their conscience this is evil now paul brings that very clearly to us in the book of romans chapter 1 read from verse 30 Uh, from that one to that two. Nafikiri that for somewhere. Uone vile watu vile wamekua. Maana wao hajafunzika katika ukweli wote na wanafunza pia huo uongo watu wengine. Now what is happening to them? Romans 1 verse that one to that two. Nafikiri some people are what they are doing. They do, do two things. They participate in these evils and number two, they approve of those who do such evils. Yes. 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 You hear? So the Bible is saying how are to they participate in all these evils. They are truth breakers. Kwa hivyo hawezi yaka covenant na wewe tunakwenda they are merciful they will keep money in their pocket when you dying of hunger right these people have become colors in their hearts they are very evil at the core of their own hearts and they do things they do all these things and they have pleasure in those who participate in such evils even if they know the judgment of god says if you do these things you're going to die so why we should study the truth and the true doctrine is for us to be able to follow that truth in the manner how we live but if the truth is not in us we continue in lies and in the extreme we also love those who do the evils that we participate in and you can be today if you listen to some preachers even some churches they are okay with gay marriages so you see that you hear church that even at ordains gay bishops ordains gay pastors gay clergy why because the truth is not in them praise god 
Praise God. And you hear other people, they keep sin in the church. Because their interest is not in the heart. Their interest is in the pocket. These are people who say they preach to the pocket. They preach to the ATM. They preach to the person. Their preaching is not because they have the need of the soul to see God. And why this continues is because the truth has been abandoned. But for us, we have to continue in the truth that we may be able to follow on the truth of God in the manner in which we live. So that's why you need to study the scriptures and know the truth. That you may be able to follow on that truth and live according to it. But I saw fear. So for you to exercise godliness, know the truth. For you to exercise the character and the nature of God in the virtues of love, care, and concern, and forgiveness, right? Then study the truth. Let the truth become your anchor and nothing else. If you try any other method, you'll be wrong. And you'll be like them. Those who do such evils and also take pleasure in those who do such evils. Number three, why we study doctrine? We study doctrine because it is an extension of our love to God. Can you imagine? Yes, what is happening in the book of John 14, 15? Kwamba wale wanaonipenda mimi watafuata mafunzo yangu. Those who love me will keep my command. Kwa tunajifunza ukweli waneno la Mungu maana tunampenda Kristo. So you cannot separate the love of God from the truth. Wana ukweli wote katika upendo. if we claim and profess we love Jesus Christ then the truth must abide in us. So what will falsehood bring? Hatred towards Jesus. The truth is, if we love Christ, then you must show this by keeping the truth. Every passing day, that you may have a genuine love towards Christ. Because if falsehoods have their foothold, then you will not genuinely and sincerely love Christ. Because it will not be possible to love him. Because those who love him must keep the truth. And you must kuhusu true doctrine. Because it is only in true doctrine that you will be able sincerely to love Christ. But those who follow falsehoods are the ones that Isaiah talks about. And Jeremiah talks about. They love me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from, from me. To love Christ sincerely, kumpenda Christo kwa kweli katika meo yetu, then the truth must find a place in our hearts. And how do you get that truth? By studying the truth. Paul Nasema, study to show yourself faithful and approved worker. Adisoma kwa bidi, uweze kwamba kudhihirisha kwamba wewe, ni mtenda kazi ambaye ame amehitimu si ni kweli so if you don't study the truth 
Then we want to be able to love Christ sincerely. And we want to love him with our lips. That's what I know. Mafunzo yako tu ni uongo yiko tu hapa judi. Udona uko na fasi ya kusaidia muenza kwa ambayo katika haja. Lakini hawezi. Let me give you something that is very strange that Jesus spoke about. The book of Matthew chapter 16. Akasema kwamba you have refused to give to your parents. Mmekataa kupatia watoto wazazi wenu usaidizi ambao wanahitaji and you only tell them whatever was meant for you is for who? Has gone to the church. Hapo Yesu anawakemea na waambia nyinyi mmeondokea mafunzo ya baba yangu. You have abandoned the teachings of my father and put on human doctrines as the order or the rule that should be followed. You know what Jesus is saying? Unless you keep to the word that I have taught you. Your manner of love is a lie because the truth is not in you. Kwa hivyo mtu anatoa fedha nyingi sana kanisani. And he gives the church dearly and cheerfully to make their spiritual fathers and parents happy when they abandoned the mother and the father who gave birth to them to die in poverty. When I was here And I can tell you something I've seen with an, a very young man. Her mother died a young time, long time ago. But the father was ailing. And I called him and asked him, my friend, how come you don't look after your father? And the only thing he told me is, my father is old enough, he's only waiting to die. So, and you know, he leaves you dumbfounded because the teachings he has received are all lies. And he thinks he can love God with lies. You cannot love God sincerely unless the truth is in you. Na ndio maana tunafaa tujifunze about doctrine because that is what God has called us to do. To study the truth that even in our relationship with other people we follow the truth. When Jesus said, Matthew 5:25, he says, if you are brought an offering to the altar and you remember that you have a grudge or an offense with your brother go and settle first with him and then come and offer whatever you offered into the Lord that is a true doctrine when it was fulfilled so don't understand what on a chukiana kabisa but what are they doing they lift their hands and cry and fast so whatever they have brought as a sacrifice before God is useless because the teaching haijawafunga kwamba ebu enda deal with your brother eh make ways with him Pursue peace with him, then come before me. And that's why there's a lot of unforgiveness in the church. Because the truth is in the, not, in, not in the people. Because they have not been taught. And because they think that they can love Christ without the truth, they have followed a doctrine that is a lie. But that's what you feel. When you say this, it's good for us to study the truth. And then that when the truth has grown inside of us, we can easily tell between which is evil and what is good. And when we have followed the commandment of Christ, then we have truly shown our love towards him. But that's what you feel. Kwa tujue hiyo ni ya kweli. Lazima tujue ukweli tuweze kumpenda Kristo kwa kweli. Bana bila ukweli haututaweza kumpenda Kristo. Jesus said, The Father is looking for true worshipers. Those who worship in truth and in the spirit. And if our love towards God is our worship towards God, 
then if that is not in the truth, we are not true worshippers. Sisi wana ambao wanaabudu kwa kweli. Kwa lazima tujue huu kweli kabisa. And then we can come and worship God with our gifts, worship God with our money, worship God with our praises, worship God with our works of faith, you know? Hatuwezi kumwabudu Mungu wa kweli kama ukweli huko ndani yetu. And so we cannot love God sincerely. No matter what we do. When I was here. So when you hear me say that we must study doctrine is because it is not possible to worship God. It is not possible to love God. Haitawezekana kumwabudu Mungu. Haitawezekana kumpenda Kristo kama huo upendo haujatokana na ukweli. Jesus said they worship me in vain. They worship me in vain because it is not in the truth. So if you worship God, if you love Christ and it's not in the truth, all your service is in vain, my friend. And if you want to house the mafunzo ya kweli, you must study the true doctrine for you to be able to offer true worship and for you to love God in truth or sincerely. That's how God wants it to be. So we must always come back to the scriptures and know is this how God wants us to be done? Mungu hata kuuliza kama umeambiwa ufanye kitu na anasema before I do this I want to know what God wants and what are the scriptures say. When I was if you The fourth point why we are supposed to study doctrine or true doctrine is because you cannot separate true doctrine from Christ. True doctrine equals Christ. Mafunzo ya kweli ni Kristo. Hebu tusome katika baraka wa Yohana wa pili, the letter of John 9:10. The letter of John verse 9. Inaka chapter 2 ni chapter 2 moja. The 9:10 and you hear what the Bible says. Baraka wa Yohana wa pili, 9:10. And you hear what the Bible says. Yes. Everyone who goes ahead and does not abide in the teachings of the Lord Jesus does not have God. Uli ambaye ameondoka na hatembei ama kuendelea katika mafunzo ya Kristo huyo hana Mungu. Mana ukweli the true doctrine is not inseparable from Christ. Ukiondoka tu katika true doctrine umeondoka kwa Kristo. You have abandoned your position in the relationship with Christ. Kwa hivyo ukiondoka kwa ukweli umeondokea. Lakini yule ambaye anadumu katika mafunzo ya kweli anaye Mungu Baba na anaye Mwana. Yesu ni Biblia imesema 
So you cannot separate the truth with the Christ. Because he said, I'm the way, the truth and, and the life. Alikuwa nasema kwamba kando yangu hakuna ukweli mwingine. Apart from Christ there is no other truth. So any other teaching, any other truth that people may claim is truth, ambayo iko kando na Kristo, it's not the truth. So the reason why you should actually study doctrine, true doctrine, is because any doctrine that in any way stays out of Christ, rejects Christ, rejects the teachings of Christ, rejects the assurance of Christ, then that doctrine separates us from Christ. Mana, true doctrine is inseparable from Christ. So when you talk about true doctrine, you're talking about Christ. True doctrine is Christ himself. It is not possible. Now when you abdicate or you leave or abandon Christ in the teachings, you have left Christ and God is not in you. What I supposed to feel? Why a doctrine is called false is because it departs from Christ. Mafunzo huwa uongo maana imeondoka kwa Kristo. Sababu huwezi tenganisha Kristo na mafunzo ya kweli. Najua wakati huu watu wengi wanaambiwa hapana sisi ni wa Mungu mmoja sisi ni wa Kristo tuna imani ya Kristo Paul is saying until we all come to the unity of of faith maanisha kwamba mpaka siku ile kila kila mafunzo itarudi mpaka pahali Kristo alikuwa hakuna siku ile tutakamilika katika uungu ambao Kristo ameweka ndani yetu you cannot grow to the full measure of the stature of the nature of Christ until the truth grows in you na hiyo ndio haja yetu kama wakristo and so we should study the scriptures do you know hata kuoma ni ngumu kuoma kama ujuu kweli let me tell you the truth until the truth is in you even your form of prayers are in error na uwezi omba makosa Mungu akujibu why because you have not received because you prayed in error James 4:4 Sababu yako kutopokea kutoka kwa Mungu ni sababu uliomba makosa Na ni kwa nini unaomba makosa sababu hujui ukweli Maana yule anayejua ukweli hata maombi yake na maombezi yake haiko kwenye makosa Yesu naye akasema katika Mathayo 22:29 29 Nyinyi hukosa maana hamjui maandiko wala nguvu ya Mungu you are because you do not know the scriptures know the power of God Matthew 229 Kwa hiyo kweli in fact our salvation our own redemption our own justification our own sanctification and the glorification that is to come is all found in Christ So anything that is separated from Christ whatever teaching it is 
inaweza kuwa kwamba watu wanainua viti wanainua viti juu na wanaruka ruka kama hayo mafunzo yako kando ya Kristo ni bure hata kama ombi yako ni ya juu ipaka inafanya mpaka watu wajiangushe chini na iko kando ya ukweli ni bure because any doctrine any teaching any prayers any sacrifice that is offered outside of the truth of Christ i can tell you it is worthless it is meaningless maana ukweli wote uko katika Kristo na kwa hivyo katika mafunzo yote au mahubiri yote katika maombezi yote Kristo lazima akuwe ndiye center he must be the center of everything you do everything offering you give every sacrifice you give na hata nikwambie ukweli ni kwamba the legions of the world have abandoned Christ and introduce their own teachings and what happens with that one thing happens you start building up a house that cannot stand the test of time demondishi akasema the cornerstone that the builders has rejected has become the chief stone sipita nasema hivyo katika waraka wa pita mbili first peter 2 that the stone that the builders has rejected has become the cornerstone ni nakwambia kwamba mafunzo yote ambayo iko kando ya Kristo hayana msingi because every teaching must be anchored on Christ and that's why we must clearly clearly study the scriptures ningetaka ujiulize whenever you are fear, fear in any meeting amoni ya Kristo Whenever you appear in any meeting where it's a fellowship of brothers what is your motivation for going to that meeting are you motivated by the singing only are you only motivated by prayers i want to add to you that you must be motivated by studying the truth wacha ukimbia pale ndio ukajifunza ukweli when the people even who come to church on sunday because they want to listen to good music Mimi natakwambia mimi nenda katika niombe niombe nitoke. Lakini maombezi mazuri, wimbo wa ibada mzuri hutokana na mafunzo mazuri. Sometimes you enjoy a song yet it's wrong. It has no truth in it. Why? Because your motivation for going for that fellowship or for that Bible study is wrong. Ningeobaki na mmoja wetu tunapoendelea kujifunza about the true doctrine of Christ Jesus Christ tuweze kuwa watu ambao they have so much hunger for the truth There is an indictment or judgment I think the book of should be the book of Amos Maria mambo bili nasema I think you should read I think you should read this should be the book of Amos is it 311 let's go check there you know, I think it's a very common verse it's a very common verse the book of Amos 
Let's read the scriptures. We see what the Bible says. Let's go to the book. It should be the book of Hosea. I think it should be chapter 4. And verse Hosea 4, verse 10, 11. Ah, 11, yes. Should be that one, I think. Or it should be 8, 11. Let's see the book of Hosea, verse 8, verse Verse 11. Israel has built many altars to take away sin. But these very altars became places for sinning. Verse 4 says, Even though I gave them all my laws, they act as if those laws don't apply to them. The people love to offer sacrifices to me, feasting on the mood, on the meat but I do not accept their sacrifices. I will hold my people accountable for their sins and I will punish them. They will return to Egypt. You know, what God is saying is, we have so many altars, so many churches, so many congregations, but what have they done? They have put the law of Christ aside like this law does not apply to them. And I can tell you, you, have, you can always fall for that prey, for that, for that lie from the devil. God will understand. That's why the Bible says, I have put all these things before them, I have taught them, but they act as if this law does not apply to them. And that's why you have so many false and pseudo-Christians who do not care about the truth. But you ask them, I tell you, I know we are going to heaven. I know God is going to hear my prayer. I know God is watching over me. Because they have abandoned the truth. And it must be our prayer. When God comes to visit us, he finds us in the love of the truth. Following the truth. And standing for the truth. Because that's what I've been called to do. Praise God. Let, us, let, let God not judge us as he judged the Israelites. That they behave as though these laws were not written for them. The truth is not for us. You know when people sin, and it's not you, it looks very bad. <laughs> you know, but when it's you, you want people to sympathize with you. And that's what you call double standards. It is even because of my brother... It's my brother who was committed, but it's good because it's me. I need some sympathy. Praise God. So people continue to build altars to take away sins, but the more they build, the more they continue in sin. Why? Because of one thing, they have abandoned the truth. So we must not fall in the same trap. 
we must not fall in the same pit. Because we will be more guilty than that because the truth has been revealed to us. And that's why it's important for us. Every day God, teach me your ways. Teach me your truth. And even pray to the Holy Spirit, I want to know the truth, Holy Spirit. Teach me this truth. And the Bible says Christ is the custodian of all truth. Christ is a custodian of all truth. So let us abide in the truth. And I can tell you, without any doubt, we not only prosper spiritually, but even in this life we're going to prosper. But apart from the truth, we are not going to falter, but we continue to grow weak and weak and weak and weak. Because the truth of the scriptures, that is the word of God, who is Christ, is the blood of life. And the more you eat of that bread of life, the more you grow your spiritual masses and you become strong and you become valiant. And those who know their God, the Bible says, shall do exploits. So may God bless you so much, uh, even as you wait to come for the next week. Continue in your own time to study the scriptures we have uh, mentioned today. And when we meet next time, we are going to talk about false doctrines and what motivates false doctrines. May God bless you. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, thank you because of today's session. We have heard from you, my Father. Even as dear ones continue, Lord, to learn from you, it's my prayer, Heavenly Father, that they will grow in the knowledge of the Scriptures. They will grow in the knowledge of the, Lord, of the Son of God, who is Jesus Christ, that they may be able to walk in accordance with our truth. They may be able to love you sincerely and in truth. They may be able to worship you in truth and in spirit. They may be able to offer sacrifices and offerings to you in truth. Because that's what God, you have desired of them. May you open their hearts to study. May you open their minds and their spirits to understand you and know you. Holy Spirit of God, you told us that you're going to bring to remembrance every truth that Christ has taught us. And he's bringing to knowledge every truth that we've been taught. Every day of our lives in the name of our Lord Jesus. I bless you even as we live. Be together with us and guide us in all truth. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we pray and we give thanks. So may God bless you.